The Chicago Bears just had one of the most quiet weeks, second weeks in free agency after having a jam-packed first week. We're going to talk about their quiet week and, even though they were quiet in the free agent market, how they've been heavily scouting their draft prospects. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. Bobby Hayes in the building. You. down for C-Dub, who out for right now. But, uh, Bobby, our team's had a pretty quiet first, uh, second week of free agency. Let me ask you this. Before we talk about the draft and things like that, how are you feeling uh, with them being as quiet as what they have? Really, the only prospect they signed is with Dylan Cole, right? Is that the only yeah. one that they signed? So, yeah. Yeah. I'm cool with it, bro. Uh, me personally, I I, I I believe you go and you got to go into this thing being strategic. You just can't be throwing money money away just because you got it. You know what I'm saying? So you got to go out here and play smart. You got to first and foremost from what Pose has shown me is that number one, you must fit our scheme. We're not gonna come in here and say, hey, maybe he can adjust. No, you're gonna have to fit the scheme, and you're gonna have to be a hard worker and. I think age is something that he's looking at closely because if you think about all the signings, nobody is really that old. I think the oldest guy that they signed was Nate Davis, and that's at 28 years old. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You he got he got a plan, and what us Chicago Bears fans need to do is just trust it because right now he's building a young athletic team that's gonna be good for years to come. You don't want aging stars or aging players with you know with a bunch of ifs or questions. Yeah, and and I mean that every every GM has their own methodology, and you can tell that Ryan Poles and what he's trying to build with this team is really a team that's young. It still has players that can still do some developing, right? But also going to be young, energetic that you don't have to worry about. Like I, I like what he's doing here, and you know even even the the Cole signing, like I I like the guy's motor. Like after watching this highlight, because I, I won't lie and say that I was familiar with him at all before, you know, doing that. Like I I just like what the the pieces that he's added here, and I know Bears fans like. It's and that's for sports fans in general. I always try not to like crap on our own fan base, but like sports fans in general, like we we just want to see it all right away, right? And right. Pose is, is being methodical, methodical, methodical. I just try to add too many <laughs> syllables, methodical, um, in the way that he's going about free agency. And I, I, for one, look at it and I'm like, hey, listen, it's good to have a guy with a plan, and you know, we'll see what that plan ultimately turns into. We know we still got work to do in the trenches, that's that's probably the biggest thing that we need to uh to figure out, but. You know, Pose is really, if you look at from last offseason to this offseason, he's drastically transformed the team. And I know we still got to see this this team take the field and see what it's going to turn into. But I, for one, like what we have. I like the mix of players that we have. Me too, bro. I think that the mix of players that we have is really damn good. And uh, I think Ryan Pace is doing his due diligence as a GM by, you know, just because he was an offensive lineman when he played in the league. And if you look yeah. at it, uh, I think it was a crazy stat that came out. The, the teams that played the most rookies, it was the Bears, the Texans, and the Chiefs. He comes from the Chiefs. So, and they just won a Super Bowl. I'm not saying the Chicago Bears going to win a Super Bowl, but he has an idea of what the hell he wants. And we know that Ian Cunningham, his right-hand man, is doing his due diligence as well. Somebody that's highly sought after. And uh, these guys just going to they, they gonna do their due diligence and just be active to their liking, though. It might not be to us because we like, damn, it's so still people out here left. And they like, no, we're not just going to throw money because just because we got it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. That's and, I, and, and, and what I'll say, too, is that you got to keep in mind that if you just use all your cap space to sign in a bunch of people, you may not have a next season. What Ryan Pose has done, really, is I, I like so far the prove-it deals that he's given, the one-year shorter-term deals because – 
if he does need, he, he's given himself enough room to call an audible, right? If you notice that some of the signings you made this season don't work, you can go out, bring other players in. We already know that we're going to have another additional first round pick and second round pick next, next. Oh no, the second round pick comes the year after, right? Mm-hmm. My, that's what it is. So yep. like Ryan, Ryan Poles has set himself up to be able to have another big off season next off season. Shout out to Steve-O for joining the chat, bro. Oh, bro. Uh, Steve-O, how you feel about uh, the Bears and their fairly quiet second week of free agency? Um, I like it. I mean, I like it because it just shows me that he's being patient. He's doing his due diligence. He's not being impulsive. He's actually making sure it makes sense. And I think that's what a lot of us need to look at. Instead of looking at it being a quiet week, instead of like, I mean, he just had a monstrous week, like back to back to back. So you expect him to just blow his load. Like we already seen him with a uh, opportunity when he had money. He had some type of money, a little money last year. He didn't blow it. So I don't know why people expected him to come in to blow it just because he had it. Yeah, That's not what he does. That's not what Kansas City did. And we can't expect him to do such. And, another, and a lot, Go ahead, Bob. I was going to say another thing that stood out to me when you, when you hear Pose talk about the moves that he made, you know, initially when free agency started, he was like, bro, I could throw money at all these guys, mm-hmm. but I want players that's going to be here, that want to be here. He said, how do we get Tremaine Edmonds and TJ Edwards? Mm-hmm. They wanted to be Chicago Bears. That's what I want. I want players that want to be here and to buy into our vision. That's mm-hmm. Bro, you got to give him credit for that because he could throw money and do some dumb stuff because we know if Ryan Pace was here, he'd definitely be throwing money at Jadavian Clowney right now. Or throwing <laughs> money, he would have threw all that money at Mike McGlitchy. Mike McGlitchy would have been the highest paid lineman this year. Um, uh, maybe of all time, like, 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 let's <laughs> be clear. Ryan, Ryan Pace would have gave Mike McGlinchey a contract, and Mike McGlinchey would have even had to be like, You, sh- you, sh- you sure? sure? Did, I, did, oh, did you put an extra zero on there? I just want to make sure, you know. Um, so and, and I and I get it why it's uh frustrating as well for Bears fans. It just you know, they, they want to see this team win and they want to see this team get the best talent possible, but we got to be smart in the way that we go about it. And I and I like the fact that. Ryan Poles is smart. He's patient. Uh, he's calculated. And I think we're going to have a better team for it. Is everything going to have the long-term fix this season? No, it's not. There are going to be some things that we need to address next offseason. But guess what? That's why you have offseason every single year. This ain't Madden, where it's just as simple as <laughs> max out the the contract offer slider and you're going to get that player, right? It's not right. that simple. Or what y'all mugs really be doing, turning mugs into kickers so they're easy to trade. Like, <laughs> we don't know y'all secrets. That's funny. But then, then, on, then on top of that, it's like, um, you, you, you just got to be patient about it, man. And you got to take your time. And uh, I like that that Pose has has a, a, a focus on it. But one of the other focuses, though, is definitely while they haven't been that active in signing free agents, they've definitely been acting and going out and recruiting draft prospects so far. Bobby, what do you think about some of the prospects they've gone out and take a look at? Hey, you do your due diligence, man. Because I think that, bro, you we already know, man. Everything else is built great. You got your new wide receiver. You got you a solid running back. You got you some nice linebackers. You already had the defensive backfield. You know what I'm saying? In place. Now, everybody knows this. Poe's not an idiot, bro. The trenches need to be built. Yes, we brought in Nate Davis, but we still got some holes to fill. And that's on offensively and defensively. So I think that with this guy being a lineman, he has a former lineman. He has his blueprint of what he wants. And he going to be able to get it. And shout out him for doing his due diligence, being front row and bringing his entire team, even the head coach, on to look at these prospects, bro. Because there's some good prospects out there. I know the the kid from uh, Penn State. That man, he liked to finish blocks. 
uh, I believe it's his name, Shrugs or something like that. Yeah. I've seen some mm-hmm. tape on him. He liked to finish blocks and he liked to pancake some people. So that's the type of lineman I want on my team. Put some people on their butt. That's a fact. That's a fact. Uh, uh, Steve, what do you think about some of the potential day two prospects that uh, Ryan Poles, Matt Eberfuss are definitely going out and taking a look at so far? I, I, I'm more excited at a part that he's deciding to bring Matt with him. That's the most important key that I'm okay. putting out. Like, like, yeah, it's good that he's going to look at. I'm, I'm noticing the players. But that's the biggest thing I'm taking out of it because he's sticking to what he's saying. That's why I keep people saying, like, yeah, people say a lot of things. They say they want to keep, we I'm going to draft scheme. He's doing it. With every decision, I can honestly say he talked to Flus about it or Flus was a part of the decision. So, yeah, I, I like some of the second-day players. You know, like some of the second day players he didn't already seen in um senior bowl, like Michael Schmicks, some of the running backs, some even like uh, a Jordan Reed. I think it's, it's Jordan Reed or Jaden yeah. Reed. Yeah, Jaden Reed. Right. It's a lot of players he's looking at, especially like you said, they're not idiots. They know it's a trench heavy draft. And then I, I hear a lot of people saying, like, oh, I don't want no young player. Yeah, we didn't want no young player. We had young sorry players on our line. Mm, we didn't right have, we didn't right have point. That's the thing. We had young non-talented players on our team. I will take a Paris Johnson. I will take a Michael Schmitz. I will take a Pete. I ain't gonna say his last name. A Pete. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I will take that. Those those dudes w- w- was we got practice on in the what sixth round? Fifth round. Yeah. And yeah. for one, we got to make Utah State. That's just credit of good scouting. That's they true. found a, a, a gym. He wasn't playing. I guarantee you wasn't playing on him being a starting left uh, left tackle. But the point is, they know what they're doing. And, they, and if you look at how they're going, they didn't go. They didn't throw no money at those big old left tackles. Because if they did, they would have had to fit the scheme. If they would have fit the scheme, they would have been paid. And they would have been a bear. But they didn't fit. So he didn't give them the money. Because he knew he can go in the draft. And get what he wanted. That's a fact. That's a fact. Now, one of the, the things that they showed up heavily, I can't remember. I think they said they had like six uh, between the head coach, GM, and and other people at this OSU Pro Day. Bruh. How do you guys feel? Like, I'll say, like, there were two offensive linemen that shined, two defensive linemen that shined. Like, are, like we're, we're going to ha- walk away from this draft with at least two former OSU players in the first three rounds. Oh, bro. Thanks. I'm not even mad at that, too. Like, to be either. honest with you, because I just rap, man, just get good ball players in here, bro. I don't care where they come from. Just find them and put them in, because anything's better than Sam Mustafa. Trash. Any, oh, my God. That's disrespectful yeah. to trash people. <laughs> I'm just saying. That dude. Man, listen. I, 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 I want y'all to hear this. I ain't going to be long. I'm just saying. That man was not even, let alone starting. That man wasn't a starting center in the Canadian League. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> hey, hey, listen. Don't worry about it. He's going to be the best starting center in the XFL next season. That's what it's going to be, bro. And dumb man going to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> and Olin Cruz still going to be like, how dare you talk about Sam Musford? I will shoot you. That's what bro, I got. Hey, you ain't putting me in no locker. You ain't no put. That's the thing. You ain't putting me in, you ain't put me in, in a locker, locker boy. You, the only way you putting me in the locker is I'm from dead body. Yeah. <laughs> At that point, I ain't worried about hey, it. Hey, you better knock me out. <laughs> you better, you better, yo, that better be a clean shot. <laughs> bro, that's all you I know. Silly, bro. But, uh, with that said, right now, DraftKings has put the, the Bears total over under at wins for next season at seven and a half wins. 
This is without us even having a, a finishing our offensive Good and line. defensive line. How <laughs> you guys feeling about the seven and a half wins right now projected to, to the Bears I'm, to get? I'm taking it over, bro. The division is wide open. I think me personally is bad. The to division take. is Malika Andrews. They can be keeping oh, my bro. keep with the lead, bro. bro. Don't forget. Hey, it's definitely Malika Andrews. It's busting. But hey, I think I yeah. think that team, I think the best team in the division is dirty ass Detroit. And then after that, everybody else gonna be competing. So, but you know what I'm saying? I don't buy too much stock into Jared Goff, but I, I'm I'm taking over. I'm that's me probably being a homer, but early on, I'm to uh, yeah, the over, the over. Listen. For a team that we finished three and fourteen last season, and then we haven't let yet addressed some of our the most important in the offensive and defensive line, those trenches areas. I'm not mad at seven and a half right now. Now, after the draft, we can revise that. I'm taking the over too because I trust Ryan Poles to address the offensive and defensive lines in the draft. And looking at the players and the depth that's available there, I think we're gonna walk away with some damn good players there. So I'm looking at that over under and saying, yeah, for right now, where we sit right now, I'll take that because it's gonna be even higher. Steve, what you think? I want everybody to take out their Google Bibles and turn to chapter last six weeks of the season. I want y'all to un- look at these scores. Well, first of all, we could have won that Vikings game. Kill, kill, kill. Am I lying? Yeah. The no, church gave you an amen on that one. Keep it moving. Keep the moving. Miami game. Definitely could have won that. Definitely that first that. that first Detroit game. Definitely could have won Definitely that. Won that That's six right there. So seven, I mean, I'm not mad at seven. Like seven, yeah, it's better than three. No, bro. Like, like, and and me being a homer, yeah, I feel like we get eight or nine. But like, seven is not terrible. Like seven is not terrible. Yeah, I expect us to take a leap. But like, I also don't, I also don't want to put in stock that everybody think we're gonna be Philly next year. Like that's not the case. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't know if that's gonna be the case. But I think that that third year that Josh Allen had. Or Jalen Hurst had, I think uh Justin Fields about to get ready to light some people up, especially now that Eva Flus has just came out and said that he been working and talking to other quarterbacks on how to improve his two-minute offense and how to improve on short passes situations. This mm-hmm. man is working, he's working his tail off. You just gotta put it on wax. I mean, and he got him the number one wide receiver now. It's busting. Like for real, like just look like bro. That Denver game was 35-32. That Lions game was 31-30. That f- I forgot the Falcons games was 27-24. Yeah. That, How, that we, Eagles game, game. The games we lost because of uh, uh, C.W. favorite player Santos. Uh, <laughs> and that boy said. Yeah, bro, that was the funniest thing. <laughs> I ain't never seen that man get that serious in my life, bro. That, that boy had the meter changed. It shifted. I thought That's that boy real. got possessed. For real, yeah, for though. Sure, for sure. I Listen, right now, I can't be mad at anywhere that's predicting the Bears. Like, I, I just look at it like this. Like, we still got work to do. We know we still got work to do before we start next season. And, you know, don't don't sleep on Ryan Poles going, make, having a big draft. Look at what he did. He hit on more than he missed last season, Bro. right? And he also yes. turned. What we what we go into last draft with, it was like six picks, and he ended up turning into like nine or ten picks. Yeah, he this definitely got more. He's going to be cooking. And so let, let's trust it. And not, not to say that we should have the blind faith, like, oh, everything's just going to be solved. But he's going to do what he can. And, I, and it's going to be improved from what we look at it right now. And I, and I trust and I can't wait to see what this team looks like. And I also want to say this. As much as everybody's talking about Justin Fields, Luke Getzey also got to cook, bro. Yes. Luke Getzey got to get mm-hmm. You got to open up that playbook next season. I understand why you were a little bit more reserved on the last season. I can give you that. 
But he, you now have the weapons. If you also have an improved offensive line, you have to get creative, bro. We've seen it. We've seen flashes of you get creative. Am I saying run a trick play and a bootleg every single play? No, no I'm not saying that. But get a little bit more creative. Open that playbook up. Use the weapons that you have because DJ Moore is hungry. Darnell Moody's yeah. going to be hungry to come in and prove some people wrong. Chase Claypool wants to get paid. He's going to be hungry. Use these players. Foreman coming in with a chip on his. We're going to have a lot of chips on our shoulders on this team. You got to use it. Build that up, and I think this team's gonna have a pretty good season next year. And and I like I that you said creative, because I don't even think like like you said, it's not like do a trick play. It's like you didn't like there was many times I was looking at the situation. I'm like, why are you not trying to scheme somebody open? Like you mm-hmm. gotta scheme people open. Like you never once saw who was guarding Mooney and said, mm, motion to the slot, I'm gonna make you run a slant because I know he can't keep up with you, and that's uh-huh. a, and yo yak is crazy. Back. Like oh, that's what I need you to. That's what I need you to see out of my OC, especially if OC that's got a, a, a large majority of the play calling to do. So like it, like he does it at times. Like I mostly see him do it with, I say Cole, uh, Cole Komet. He mostly does it with Cole Komet. Besides anybody else, like Claypool, he should have schemed on him to get so many one on one plays, even. Even can play plans with screens. Like you could do uh-huh. it with screens. Like even with like hey you said earlier, they said they was uh, might put DJ in a backfield. Like this is your time. Definitely you got you got two players you could get. You can do some things with with Claypool and a two different type of receivers. Yep. DJ too. Like that's what I'm saying. DJ and Claypool both similar. They could be creative in a ski in a uh, dump off game. The screens stuff like that. You could put DJ in the backfield. Like. That's why I want you to get creative. Oh, bro. Shout out to uh, I told you <laughs> for the super <laughs> chat. Uh, I'm going to get to your question after I just say this real quick. If Luke Gexy could go ahead and put together solid games, how he put together first drafts, mm. <laughs> the best would be solid. <laughs> oh, bro. That's now, fair. Now I told it, you. That now what it kind of. I'm just tell you this. I'm just tell you this. I wouldn't draft them early. That's all I'm gonna say. Well, hold on. Let's read what I say afterwards. He says, "Do the Bears need to draft a cornerback? What you think and who?" Um, I actually do have this. this is, I'm digging into what I was going to do on the daily episode. I'm just going to give you a little bit of it. So I do think that the Bears. Well, I'm not saying that I think they're going to draft a cornerback, but if they do, they're not drafting until late, in, late, late in the draft. And one player that's sticking out to me is the Jordan Strong. Uh, he's a cornerback. He went to Co- Coastal Carolina. In the Sun Belt. So this is not a, a, a player that a lot of people are going to know. He's a senior, but this dude has probably one of the most coverage versatilities of any cornerback in the draft. He, he doesn't have the highest ceiling, but I do think I can see the Bears going after him. Uh, like I said, senior, plays well, tough tackler. Uh, he doesn't have the best size. Uh, I think he's only 5'11", but he's tough. He, he he can play in almost any type of coverage. If I, if I think the Bears are going to go cornerback late in the draft, li- listen, remember you heard it here first. The Jordan Strong may be a bear. Um, bro, Go ahead, y'all. You know, I'm going to check him out, for real, because I ain't even been paying attention to him. Honestly, I ain't been paying attention to no no defensive back. Uh, they real defensive like backs. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to get the trenches right. That's who I've been paying a lot of attention to. So I'm going to definitely check him out. Yeah, I just... I they're, like the, the, the cornerback talent in this draft is just not that great. And like I said... Like Hayes just said, if we are, if we are, it's strictly a death piece of where he can fit into the scheme. It's nothing serious. Oh, bro. Yeah. So, 
you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, he surprised us all. We all thought wide receiver was going to be the biggest thing, and then he went cornerback earlier and, and was safety. <laughs> so we'll, we'll we'll see what it ends up turning into. But I mean, I I do think that also uh, our secondary did pretty good last season, and I yeah. also think that when we had some injuries, there were some uh, players in that secondary that shined maybe a little bit more than what we thought. So I think Ryan Poles, knowing how he likes to evaluate talent, and uh, again, you can't address every position this offseason. I think he may want to do another evaluation season on what we have in the secondary, and then next year use that to address it. So, For real. Because I think that players like Jalen Jones, when he had a little he, – he was undrafted, I believe. He When he got yeah. a little time to shine, he performed well. And then Blackwell was another one that came in and did pretty good. Uh-huh. Just get Bill Door out of here because my man had three weeks to win to for somebody to buy his jersey other than his family members and couldn't even accomplish nothing. <laughs> I'm so tired of Kindle Vidor, bro. <laughs> like, oh, I, I laid it out easily. I said I would buy a Kindle Vidor jersey. All he had to do was make an impact play, a sack, or an interception. How, how, like, an impact play? You can't even define impact play. The fact that we didn't even, that it wasn't even a conversation, right? We never even had the conversation of, hey, hey, do you think this was an impact play? It never came up. Uh, come on. You know why? Because you did it after he got a you interception. He used all this juice. <laughs> I think it's gone. It's uh what's the NBA street the love the love the, the bar? It was gone. It was gone. It was gone. That's funny. I can't stand that dude, man. And his duck stands, bro. Like, get that man up off my boy look like a better terradian sea moose, bro. That's crazy. Now now watch all this slander. He gonna come out next season and just, like, all of a sudden find himself. Bro, he gonna be balling. That boy, the king of arm tackles. No, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Kendall Vador, mama don't even own a Kendall Vador jersey, bro. Like, that's the deep thing about it. That's tough, bro. Your mama don't even buy your jersey. Reggie mama got one, <laughs> that's because Reggie Mama. Never mind. We can clean it up the stream. I'm gonna let it go. Let it go. All right, fellas. Anything left, man? Before we uh, before we end the stream tonight, fellas. Uh, I would say also look out. He might trade back. Like you never know. That's I've been hearing a lot. Prospect. Do you guys think that he could re- that he will realistically oh. trade back from uh from number nine? It depends on how the draft go. I was who falls there? Yeah, that's right. Because it's like I, I, I can't. I, I will say I don't have a big. I don't have a huge gauge on like who he really, really like. Like I can't pinpoint nobody. Like in the first round, like when we had the first pick, I can pick. I could pinpoint who he was gonna pick. It was out of two people really. This he can he can go so many ways. Like I don't know. I'm not. Yeah, I could. I could definitely see him trade it back too. Because what if you be like I. Right. Boom, I give you the nine, I move back in the first, but then you give me this year's second or something crazy or like that. Because I think when it comes to the second going into the third, the Bears are like, they got picks like close by each other from the end of the second going into the third. 63rd, something yeah. like that. I think yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah. it's close. So he probably feel like there's some prospects that he's seen at the Shrine Bowl, who pro day he probably been at or something like that. And be like, she get, get give me that, give me more picks, and you'll still be solid because you know what I'm saying it's still it's definitely still talent in the trenches out there. So it's fifty three to sixty. It's fifty three to sixty one. Yeah. So okay. close we'll by. See. We'll see. I told you with another one. Thank you for supporting the channel too, brother. He says, uh, NFC North related. Will the packs be the new Pats? What do you mean? I mean, what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, what you mean by that? What you mean? Like, 
I kind of like kind of are you saying basically kind like, of fall saying, off? like yeah they fall off a little bit oh for i sure. think that's yeah i think that's sure. i think that's very you know what i'm saying it's, it's likable and the sad it's, part is <laughs> jordan love worse than that so <laughs> like they really gonna fall <laughs> off so <laughs> like i i don't i i don't hey i don't know bro I, 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 they, they future is just like eh. like i don't yeah. know like hopefully they like I don't like with this draft coming up next year. I don't know if they got any possible way of doing such. They're going to get a quarterback, but as of now, it look like you're stuck with Mr. Love, and they say they love love. So we gonna see how much they love love at the oh, end, bro. Of the but hey, Ryan Pose, you said take the North back. Here we go, baby. Let's get it. Bro, here's your opportunity. It. Year one. Let's get it. Let's get it. Uh, right now, number nine pick on the board. If Paris Johnson and Peter Skronsky. Yeah. Who you going with? Paris. Paris? Yeah. I think that's what I'm leaning to, man. I think that's what I'm leaning to. I have heard some things that Jalen Carter may fall, but I don't I don't trust him to get past Uh, Detroit. I think Detroit's gonna get Jalen Carter. Yeah, they might try to stick it to the Bears on that one. (laughs) If y'all get Jalen, I'll be like, oh. That's gonna irritate me. I hope he stay overweight. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> bro, he may not like like that's what, what I, the, that's the that's the scary. Ain't nothing part to do in Detroit but work out. Like he's like <laughs> like he ain't gonna have nothing to I don't do. Know. With he it. might have a fetish for Coney dogs. You never know. I mean, <laughs> uh, shout out on that. But it's still at that point, like although like the only thing to do in Detroit is to be depressed and eat and work out. Like he got to make the right decision. At that point, you got to make oh, a business. Bro. Can't even cold get a good Kyle there no more. Oh, remember, he's still in the pile. <laughs> in 30 seconds. Lickety split. All right, man, let's stop before we get people in their feelings again about their whack-ass city, man. Go ahead and plug your social media. Let's get the hell out of here. Hey, just follow your Steve-O Speaks on everything, IG, Twitter, all that. Um, bro, because my guy be speaking. Y'all already know, man. Hit me up at Shabu's Podcast. And, of course, right here at NBA Century. Y'all tweak it. Um, bro, y'all need to go to NBA Century. I'm tired of y'all. Really? Y'all be on here all the time. Y'all know y'all be liking NBA too. Listen, don't worry about it. We're gonna catch them in the offseason because when we bring this content and these oh, updates fast, they're gonna be oh listen, y'all gonna be caught slipping and behind the eight ball on NBA Central, and that's fine. I'm always I always like being the underdog. You guys can follow us collectively at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Chicago Bear Central Gmail.com. Lastly, you want to leave a text message, voicemail. For a mailbag, episode 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. Bear down, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.